Welcome to Real Estate Talk with Mary Ellen, Karen, and Cecile, the CSJ team, brought to you by Elfant Wissahickon Realtors. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. The CSJ team welcomes Allie Kuttner from Sunflower Creations. Hi, Allie. How are you? Hi, how are you? Happy to be here. Thank you. All right. Well, nice nice to have you. (laughs) So, Allie, I've used your services over and over again for my sellers. Um, You're a stager. You're the head, I guess, of staging (laughs) now at Sunflower Creations. And I wanted to speak about the importance of staging a property. So can you tell us what would be the number one reason to stage? The number one reason to stage, especially in the city of Philadelphia, I would say, is that there is so much competition. There is so much new construction. There are so many properties and neighborhoods just redeveloping constantly that if you don't present with the best foot forward, then you're at, you're at a disadvantage. So in other words, the bar has been set very high. It has. It has, yeah. yes. And there's another reason I've noticed when I'm with my buyers and they're looking at photos. If the photos aren't good, they won't go to see the property because they feel like the seller doesn't care and maybe doesn't care about other things like the roof. Absolutely. I always tell clients when I meet with them not to underestimate the importance of their MLS photos. Um, You know, that's really where it begins. People are sitting at home in their PJs looking at listings online. And if it's a boring photo, a one by one square of nothing, they're just going to skip right past it. So, you know, it starts with the MLS photo and you want to give them something to focus on, something to click on, something that they want to see more of. Mm -hmm. And uh, are there some rooms that you do not recommend staging or how do you? Well, we generally recommend definitely staging the living room, a dining area, kitchen, master bedroom. Um, Those are the areas that the buyer is really going to be most concerned with. Mm -hmm. Um, It's important to show function. You know, we want to show where you're going to be watching TV. We want to show a dining area, even though nobody really uses their dining area so much. I mean, some people do, but I guess, but... um, you know, when, when people are home buying, they're idealizing. So it's important to show all of these functions. We usually try to show like a workspace area, um, especially if it's a small home, because you really want to show that the size doesn't matter so much. You can fit all of the function into the property. Um, and then the master bedroom is, you know, that's important because that's where the buyer is going to be sleeping. And they generally don't care so much about the secondary bedrooms. Um, so, you know, a lot of times we just say, skip those. I've noticed that an awful lot of the buyers that I go out with, perhaps even 90%, have a very hard time visualizing where their furniture might go in a room. Absolutely. Or if a room is big enough for a queen-size bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beds are a big one. If it is a secondary bedroom where it's like you walk in the room and we see a lot of them in South Philly where it looks like, oh, a twin size bed, you know, sometimes we'll say, why don't you stage this with a full size bed? Because people don't get that you can fit a full size bed in most bedrooms, even in a small row home. Um, And as far as like TV watching, that's that's like a really important one. Like people If it's a small space, if it's a big space, it's just as difficult to figure out how to lay out the furniture. So So last question about the rooms that you stage or do not stage. Do you stage outdoor spaces? 
We do. I mean, especially this time of year when the weather starts to get nice. Um, it is good to show outdoor spaces, especially if, you know, a lot of properties in the city have like patios. They don't have a lot of green space. So it's nice to warm them up. And they have decks. They have decks. Yeah. So you bring in furnitures? We furniture absolutely can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do. So are there some properties that will have components that are super tricky? Let's say maybe a Trinity or a spiral staircase. How do you deal with all that? Yeah, Trinities aren't fun. (laughs) They're not really fun for anyone. Um, (laughs) But those are very important to stage bedrooms because you have to be able to show people that they can get furniture up those steps. Um, Usually, you know, there is such a thing as a split queen box spring. So... Um, that makes it easier for people, but you know, and there's assemble like furniture you can assemble up on the second floor, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, we always try to get furniture up into those spaces and, you know, the furniture that people are actually going to need in those spaces to show them. So would you agree as, um, Vince Lombardi said, you only get one chance to make a first impression? Yes, absolutely. You only get one (laughs) chance to make a first impression. Which is why we like to stage the property really before it goes on the market. Um, you know, we do plenty of properties that have been on the market and they've had a tough time and they've gotten feedback, but it's always better to do it right up front because you do only get one chance to make that first impression. So I have a question for you about the difference between staging a vacant property mm-hmm. versus staging somebody's home. How do you approach that? That's a little tricky, right? So staging a vacant property is pretty easy. You know, you walk in, we pretty much, because we're the stagers, we know what you need in there. And that's simple. Staging a home where people are living is a little more difficult because they have to be able to live there while the property is up for sale. So you want it to look like a perfect home and still be able to live in it. So, um, you know, we'll come out, we'll do a consultation. It's a little more customized. Um, you know, it, when people have kids, we have to figure out how are you going to deal with their with, with toys and kid clutter and, you know, like every room becomes a playroom. Um, pets can be really difficult for, you know, just having huge dog crates and all kinds of, you know, animal stuff around. And some people just have a really hard time decluttering and, um, you know, just figuring out how to how to keep it together for for a month while their property is on the market. So, Allie, what happens when you walk into someone's home and all the walls are a deep purple <laughs> and you have leopard skin couches? At first, I jump for joy because I'm very excited and I love it. Um, I mean, I live in a house with turquoise walls. I love color. <laughs> I love crazy stuff. But when you're staging and when you're preparing your home for sale, the idea is to neutralize and we have to get that point across to people. So I usually do start out by saying, you know, this is nothing personal, but I'm going to tell you how to get the house ready to appeal to the widest number of potential buyers. Cause you're not selling yourself. You're not selling your personality. You want to sell the property so that you can move into another home and, make it leopard walls, you know, <laughs> um, you know, and, and usually I'll ask people, do you have access to a storage unit? Can we get some things out of the house? Um, you know, how, like, what things do you need to be able to live comfortably in the home while it's listed for sale and what things can we get rid of? Um, 
you know, taking down personal photos and anything religious in nature or political in nature. Those are really important. And, you know, I mean, you kind of gauge with each individual client, but, um, you know, I always try to hit home that, that the idea is to just neutralize as much as possible so that when a potential buyer walks in, they can envision their own things in the house and they can envision their own life in the house. Yeah, when we go into properties before our sellers are about to list, we try and explain to them when a buyer is going to walk into your kitchen, it needs to look like William Sonoma, mm-hmm. the closet J. Crew. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to really put your best foot forward. You only have one chance mm-hmm. to make this work. Again, especially since there's so much new construction and, you know, there's so much just on mass media that people are looking at constantly. So, Everybody has this idea of what they want, but it's sort of prescribed for them. So, you know, you really have to try to get as close to that as possible. So we don't have much time left, but there's a few things I still want to answer for our listeners. One is, what's the average cost of staging your property? So we do a three-month staging agreement. Um Generally, it costs, I would say, around $2,000 for the entire process. Um, you know, we come out, we do the consultation, we bring in the furniture, uh, do the whole setup, and then come and take the staging away when the property is under contract and you're ready. And, um, you know, for $2,000, you can get all that done. I have to say, it's the best spent money when you're going to put a property on the market. And just one more thing. Um when you go that very first consultation, if you see that, you know, there, you could do maybe a, a minor electrical change or um, some kind of an alteration that is more than just painting the wall, do you make those recommendations or not? Yeah, we absolutely will if we see something that really jumps out at us. Um, you know, a big thing that I always tell people is switch plates and outlet covers. Um, they cost like 69 cents at Home Depot. If you replace them all with just plain white brand new ones, it just makes everything look fresh and uniform. And it's a simple little thing that you can do on your own. Um, You know, ceiling fixtures is another one. Um, You know, anything that looks dated or just very, again, taste specific, like replace it with just something simple. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much. One last quick question. Mm -hmm. Is there an artist in the Philadelphia area that you would like to promote today? Well, we have a couple that work for us. Um, Uh Yeah, two of our stagers are actually uh, different types of artists. We have Pierrette Montone. Okay. Um, She's a muralist, and she does all kinds of cool, fun, crazy work um, in Philadelphia and D.C. and Baltimore. And we also have Janae Satterwhite, who does um, furniture painting and all kinds of reclaimed goodies. And um, she does a lot of local different shows and and cool gallery events, too. Well, that's great. I know that uh, the painted furniture is really trendy. So we'll make sure to have their websites on our uh, page. Awesome. And uh, people can go and check out that work. Well, thank you so much for coming today. Yes, thank Thank you, Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Allie Kuttner, Sunflower Creations. Don't forget to like, review, subscribe, and share our podcasts. And send your suggestions. We want to hear from you. 
the CSJ team with Mary Ellen, Karen, Cecile, the Stellar Choice.